In this week's episode, we talk with Michael Trithart again, and this time we're talking about the power of landing slash squeeze pages, how we can actually build that in there and use this tool to continuously lead generate. So I really hope you like this episode. Sit back and enjoy. Welcome to the E-Professor Real Estate Podcast. My name is Justin Lethby and I'm a realtor, trainer, and coach. My sole purpose here is to take my many years in real estate as well as my even many more years as a trainer and get you to your goals and beyond. I'm going to do this by talking about business, growth development, branding, marketing, you know, basically all successful things that entrepreneurs are doing today. And hey, since I'm your tech guy, there's going to be tech thrown in here as well. So let's go. Hey, welcome everybody. My name is Justin Eastfest. We have Michael Trithart back again. This time we are not talking the same topic. We're actually expanding upon what we talked about last time. This time we are going to hit the internet, how to get the most out of the internet. Now, not Google per se, but we're going to talk about landing pages. What does your website have to look like? Does the website really even matter today? I have an opinion. Uh, Michael have his. We have that kind of going on here. In case you're not familiar with Michael, you're not familiar with what we do in here. Michael Trithart is a national trainer speaker. He's been doing this for over 20 years. We both probably have just short of 100 years in training experience between the two. It makes it sound old when you say it that way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Nash Speaker does a great job. Uh, He helped people build business. I think he's got a stat out there. What? I'm I'm going to probably short you a zero. Um, Either 12,000 or 120,000 leads generated just in workshops alone. 120,000 leads. I know I was going to short you a zero. (laughs) And the record on that, I had somebody, this this is the crazy stuff. I had somebody get 63 listings in one hour. Oh, nice. One one agent had somebody get a lead in two seconds, like a valid lead in two seconds. Uh, We did a, we were doing a workshop and within 10 minutes, I had somebody get over 13,000 leads. I was like, (laughs) that's insane, you know? And and he showed me, I'm like, okay, that's legit, right? I mean, it's it's nuts. And it's one of those things where, uh, and I think Justin's in in the same mindset as me, it's, we're not going to just sit here and talk about theory. We're going to show you what you need to be doing. And then you've got to go and take that action. And then when we do our training, it's all action based. And that's, that's really where the magic starts to happen is when you implement. Yeah. Couldn't, I, I couldn't agree more. Right. I mean, for me, everything I've trained is something I've done. Everything I talk about is something that I've done now. Lately, I'm pushing some theory out there, but it's always based on practice that I've done in this thing. I, you know, here's the next logical flow, but I always say that here, you know, here's what I think is the, here's what we're going to see next. Right. Um, and hopefully we'll get in a little bit of that because I do think we're seeing a shift. We've had a year almost of everybody being this way, <laughs> which has changed how we consume information and how we do some of this. So I think there are seeing some shifts in here, but let's just start with the first big tough question of the day. Are websites necessary? Yes, but not in the same mindset that everybody's been trained over the years to believe. And and what I mean by that is, 
you know, you, you've heard the terminology landing pages and, and uh, squeeze pages and niche topics and funnels and the such. That is where the true power is in when it comes to a website is the interior pages. Because if you try to go out and battle, you know, Michael Trithart and, and try to get it on the homepage as a real estate agent versus the Zillows of the world or try to try to even go for it. Like I'm in the Dallas area, try to even go for Dallas, Texas home search. You are fighting an uphill battle against companies such as the ones that start with a Z and end in Illo, right? And and uh, all the other ones that, that fall into that category. So I think you still need a website, but it's just not the website that you've always thought that you needed. What's your thoughts on that, Justin? Um, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I, you know, I've said this many, many times to many people. Uh, you can't compete with ZillowRealtor.com. To be honest with you, you probably can't even compete with your brokerage. Yeah, <laughs> Just that's, true. Fair. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And the reason being is, you know, the Zillows of the world learned a long time ago to index their website, right? When we had an IDX page out there, it wasn't indexed. So we had one page showing all the listings while they had per page searchability. And Pages count, and it's still in the Google world. Pages count, right? And so, trying to compete my 10, 15, 20, if I'm really knocking out of the park, 100 page website can't compete with the million page website. No, you know, and, and it's one of those things too where, uh, think about it this way if I'm again, I'm going to use Dallas, if I'm moving to the Dallas area from California, which it seems like quite a few people are. Uh, I'm not going to necessarily search for Dallas homes. I'm going to, I'm going to macro that. So I'm, I'm going to micro search that topic. I'm going to say, I'm not going to live in Dallas. I've heard that I want to live in these suburbs, X, Y, Z, or this certain part of Dallas. So I'm going to go out and I'm going to do searches that are not even at the uh, city level or the zip code level. I'm going to go out down into the neighborhood level. Right. I'm going to try to get those searches down as, as close as I can. And then I'm also going to run searches maybe that I'm going to sell my house that are very, very specific types of searches. So it's not just like sell your San Diego home, move to Dallas. I mean, you're you're going to go in and run some variances of those searches that are going to be a little bit more niche, a little bit more focused on about landing pages. And uh, I think that is where the true power of a website and a funnel could come into play. Yeah. And we're going to talk about funnel here in a little bit. And I couldn't, couldn't agree more with that. You know, it's traditionally, I don't like getting into too much terminology, but just in case people have heard this before, we're talking long tail versus short tail type of conversations in here. And the more niched out you are, um, the one thing, you know, however you want to term the terminology in here, the more niched, the better the results. And, And personally, I can give you an experience in my area. I live in Illinois. I live in the DeKalb Sycamore area in Illinois, Northern Illinois. There was a new subdivision that came out when I first started real estate. I only wrote, I only wrote four blog pieces on the whole thing. Until about three years ago, I was still getting leads. The only reason I stopped getting leads is I changed websites and I didn't bring that blog post over with me. Right? right. I didn't. I didn't remember to un, you know download them and bring them across. I was getting leads on four posts because it was so niched out to the subdivision. It was always getting found via search. And that's how you compete with the bigs, right? Yeah. That's how you compete with these folks that matter. And that's really what you want to be anyways. We want to be laser focused in our marketing. And that's what you need to be on the internet. We need to be laser focused. So that's how you do that. So 
Without going too deep now, we're going to take one side step because I think this brings up an interesting question. How do I get laser focused? Because, Michael, I'm, I'm in Dallas-Fort Worth. That's the area I want to sell, but I don't want to compete with 100 agents. So I think the first step that you need to do is you need to look at creating a one, three, five for your business. What you And the one is your annual goal and the three are going to be your three priorities that you're going to take to implement that goal. And then you have five action steps. And if you've never done a one, three, five, I mean, you can get that type of training online. There's the one thing.com that does that. I do one, three, fives for business owners as part of masternetworks.com, which is open to everybody. Uh, who's a a business entrepreneur, you can join masternetworks.com and I run the mastery program. And so in the mastery program, we just finished last quarter at the end of December, getting everybody's one, three, five set up for the upcoming year. Because it's basically your blueprint, your annual goal, and then the three priorities and the five steps to make those happen. And those five steps are not always going to be you. It's going to be you and and others that are going to make that happen. And so what it always invariably comes down to is it's lead generation, it's leverage, and then it comes into coaching and and accountability. Those are like the three is what it typically boils down to. And in going through that one, three, five and discovering the steps that you need to do, what you're going to discover is you're going to find your niche because you really start thinking about your business. And and prime example of that is a lady that uh, has been to my classes many, many times in person in the Dallas area for, for years and years. And that's Barbara Princell. Now, if you go out and do a search for Barbara Princell, you'll probably find her. But if you went and did a Dallas home search or view Dallas homes, you're not going to find her website. But if you do this, if you go out to Google and do a search for Dallas patio homes, Plano, Texas garden homes, McKinney, Texas zero lot line homes, those are terminologies that not everybody across the United States knows even what the heck I just said. Like, what's a patio home? What's a garden home? It's basically a house with no yard, right? And everybody goes, oh, I don't want those. But then others go, yeah, I want that because I don't want to mow a yard. I, don't, you know, I just want the house, right? Right. And if I go out and do a search for Dallas patio homes, you're going to find Barbara's website on the first page. It's been there for over 10 years now. And the reason why is she went in and created an interior page, not the home page, but an interior page with all of the hyperlinks properly set to show the patio homes, the garden homes, the zero lot lines for all the different cities and suburbs in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And she's been consistently on the first page on all these different searches. And a couple of years ago, I asked her, I said, so give me some stats. You know, I know you've been doing this and I know you're on the first page. Does this work? And she's like, oh, yeah. You know, up until last year, up until COVID, she would take a uh, Hawaiian vacation every January for about three weeks, her and part of her team. So I'm like, okay, something's working, right? She was an individual agent to start with, and now she's got a pretty large team. I said, so give me give me some stats, though. How many of your people, how many of your leads come in looking for patio homes? Or, you know, how's this generating your business? And she said that uh, probably... 90% of her business comes in from online lead generation initially. Okay. Right? People doing the search and they inquire and they want to know more. And so 90 of, 90% of them are coming in looking for patio homes. But less than 10% of her closed business is actual patio homes. Now, let's think about that. Is she losing a bunch? No, she's not losing a bunch. She's making the connection. She's a great agent. So she's got her scripts down. She's got her 
flow down so she knows exactly what to say and how to say it when she's talking with her people. But what happens is they come in thinking that they're looking for a patio home. Then they truly understand what it's all about. And then they go, yeah, I don't want that. Or I thought that was closer to where I was going to work. It's actually a really long commute. Uh, we can't live there. Uh, we just adopted five St. Bernard puppies. We need an acre, not not a little small patch of grass in the backyard. And so what's interesting is 90% of her leads come in looking for patio homes, but less than 10% of her closings are actual closings on patio homes. Right. So the niche is fueling her whole business. Narrow your focus online and offline, and you're going to grow your business exponentially. Now, is that, so that's a business for her, but let me ask you this, and this is probably getting a little off target, but you just triggered an interesting question in my head. Is that a common, like when you go do research, is that a, you know, Google keyword search, is that a common search term? So is that happening a lot? So was that strategic is what I'm asking. Did she know that? I know that's being used a lot. So I'm going to have these terms available. So years ago, when we started talking about it, we're like, find your niche, find your focus. And a lot of times people go, hey, I'm going to do the 55 plus. Right. Right. And a niche off of the 55 plus is actually patio homes. Okay. Because there's a lot of people go, "Eh, you know, I just don't need a big yard anymore. And we don't have kids. We don't have dogs. I don't want to mow. It's whatever. Right. I just want it maintained. And so she's like, I'm going to take this really narrow focus on this because I've done some patio homes in the past and I've got experience in, in kind of talking the lingo and talking the talk on that. And so over the years, I've had others that have said, I'm not going to do patio homes, but I'm going to do farm and ranch. I'm going to do acreages. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I've got an example here. I'm going to put this into the uh, into the chat. Let me just copy this link. Yeah. And. Let me paste that in here real quick for everybody. But if you go out and run this search, this is going to, this is a search on Google for sell your San Diego home yourself, not sell your San Diego home, but sell your San Diego home yourself. Now, typically, and I'm looking at it right now, but typically you're going to see a bunch of ads come up. So you got people who are paying big bucks to get to the first page on that. And right now I'm seeing four, uh, this, currently for me is pulling up over 38 million search results. So this is a high topic. Yeah. Uh, the first one that's on that list that is not an ad is San Diego home values.com. And it's the interior page of San Diego home values.com. That's all about sa- sell your San Diego home yourself. That's been number one for probably a good eight years now. And that's my business partner. And that's Jeff Kale. And Jeff is the one who manages our website design team and our ClickFunnels services. So the stuff that we build for people, he's the one that manages all of that. He's the former IT director for Petco. Did that for about 12 years. He's been a real estate agent now for about 15 years. So basically what I'm trying to say is he knows his stuff. Absolutely. And whenever you can get to the first page on a high search result like that, it's going to produce and so if you click on that page, again, it doesn't go to the homepage. It goes to his niche, which is all about sell your San Diego home yourself. And everybody goes, well, I'm a real estate agent. I don't want them doing Fizbo's. Well, when you go to the page, it's a page of misery. Like there's a photograph of a guy like this, you know, and there's all this paperwork kind of being handed to him. And it's like, here's all the stuff you got to do. Man, that's kind of a hassle. I can make it easier. I've got some free marketing materials that will help you just fill in this form. And it's a very short form. And he gets about two to three leads a week. 
that come in off that page that then he farms out to agents in the San Diego, Carlsbad, California area that he knows will do a great job. And he's just collecting the referral fees off of that. So he's not actively focused on his real estate career. He's actively focused on the referral aspect of it and the power of being hyper-local and niche and having a landing page is, is producing for him. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, that's huge. So you've mentioned this a couple of times, and let's just make sure we explain this well sure. enough here. You've mentioned home pages versus interior pages. Homepage is quite literally www.justinlethby.com, and you see everything that you want to see about me. It's, you know, typically for most of us, it's search for homes. Here's a couple of things you want to know. The about us. Yeah. Right. Five windows up top saying, here, go check out all my favorite right. things type of stuff. And then the interior pages are all those inside pages that that Google searches for, right? So it's all those about me's, the about my neighborhoods, about this stuff, um, tips and tricks, right? All those type of things. Those are your interior pages. Right. Um, so let's and, talk. And if you set those the right way, that's gold. Now let's talk about that. So that's a great point. What do you mean by set them the right way, right? Because, okay, I hear, I know keywords, I know meta tags, I know I've got to do links, right? What what does set it the right way? Because I'm going, I'm a realtor, I don't know what you're talking about, and I got no time for it. Think like a consumer is the number one thing I always tell everybody is don't think like a real estate agent, think like a consumer. If I'm going to go out to Google and I'm going to sell my San Diego home, what are some of the phrases that I want to be searching? Well, sell your San Diego home yourself because I'm cheap and I don't want to pay a real estate agent, right? I want to do it myself. I, hey, California, unfortunately, right now is in the midst of a lockdown, right? So uh, there's not a lot of people who want to go in to certain homes and sell. And so what Jeff has created, and he's done this for not just California, but all over the United States, sell your San Diego home virtually. Oh, nice. So he, has, he has another page. That it's a and, and actually what it is on his website, it's an actual funnel page that says, let me show you the tips and the techniques on how to sell your home virtually. All you got to do is fill in this short form to receive this valuable ebook that will show you this process. So I'm giving away an item of value and we'll, we'll talk about that more later when we get into the click funnels. But I'm giving away an item of value, which is an ebook on how to virtually sell your home yourself in exchange for your contact info. And I think that is uh, a, a prime example of what you can do when you go to that niche level. Don't just think like, okay, I got to create an about page, uh, about me page. Here's my community pages. I'm like, again, take your realtor hat off, put your consumer hat on, think like a consumer. If I'm going to run a search, what am I going to be searching for? And, I, and that's the key. And that's what has worked for Barbara with you know Dallas Patio Homes, very specific search. It's worked for Jeff. It's worked for many others as well, too. I mean, we, we've got countless examples of people who've been able to get to the first page very quickly. Yeah, it, 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 it takes intention. It doesn't take a lot of effort, right? I mean, don't get me wrong. You got to know a little bit of stuff. And some of you obviously won't have time to do it. That's why you hire people like Michael to do these lovely things for you. But um, then let me give I'll give this little bonus item as well, too. Uh, you know, right now. In the search world, we all know Google is king. Uh, now, there has been a disruption in the force, right, when it comes to big tech. And and there's a lot of startups that have now been able to start to challenge the yeah. Google and the Facebook and the Twitters of the world. Uh, and, and I think Twitter's in trouble. I think Facebook's on borderline of being in trouble. 
I think Google is going to be a, a tough nut to crack because it, you know it's it's involved in so many different aspects of, of business and, and personal life in terms of disruption, in terms of change. But one of the tools that's out there that Google has had for years, and we actually use it in conjunction with our websites, is Google My Maps. And if you go out and do a search for a Google My Map, you can actually create a map yourself. Well, if you are using Google's platform, which is called My Maps, to create a map, and then you embed that map into your website, you have just put nitrous, SEO nitrous into your site because Google loves Google more than any other company that's out there. Let's be very apparent about that, very clear. And if you go in and add a Google My Map into one of your pages and you properly structure the title of it and you put a little bit of marketing and and promotion behind it, you're going to be on the first page of Google very quickly and you're going to stay for a long, long time. Prime example of that. Go out and do a search for uh, Legacy West Map. Legacy West is an area here in the McKinney, the Plano, Texas area. And uh, that's where Toyota headquarters moved in from about four years ago. And if you want to do a search for Legacy West Map, we've got a client, the, the McCoy team. They're on that page, the first page, three times. And you have a search result that comes in typically in around about 150 million search results. They're on the first page three times. And the reason why they want Legacy West is there's an apartment complex, luxury apartment complex in that area that starts at 625 per square foot. Oh, geez. And they've sold two properties so far that can be related back to the map. So what we did is we built them a website, which is like every real estate agent goes, oh, I need a website. Okay, great. But then we put a hyper-focused page on there about the map. And then I have a blogger on my team who does an excellent job. Cause again, the McCoys were like, this is great. This is awesome. We don't want to do it. Just, you know, just, you know, here's the universal sign of real estate and technology. Just do this for me. I don't want to do this. Right. I just want to sell houses. And I totally get that. And so uh, our blogger went in and blogged about, about very specific things happening in legacy West, new restaurants, new events, new this, new that. And even though on the website we had the map page, we had other blog pages, probably about 30 of them that were talking about events that also had that map embedded on here. Like, hey, here's this new oh, event. Wow. Yeah. By the way, if you want to go check out Legacy West, here's a map of where this is located. Right. Stuff like that. Because of that, they are going to be on the first page of Legacy Map, Legacy West map. Probably forever. I mean, because we created the map four years ago and they're still showing up on the first page. Nobody's well, and, off. You know, that's a real, inter- I, you know, these are the concepts that I love. That's why I love chatting with people that I know that do this stuff like I do it because there are things you just don't think of yourself all the time. Right. And for me, and I won't try to get too nerdy on this folks, but what I love about that concept is one of the way Google's SEO rankings work is simply this way. Links built links attached to links, push each other up. Right. So if one gets hits and gets love, as Michael just said, the Google My Maps is going to get love because it's Google. It's going to get love. So that gets out there. You have a blog that's linked to that. It's going to keep getting pushed up. It's going to get keep and and it and it kind of feeds on itself because you click on the link and now you do that. Now it gets more love. It's just that's that's with Legacy West. You know, you can do a search for Legacy West Map and find it, but then you can also do a search for Legacy West this that. 
whatever. And their blog page is going to come up and then the map's going to come up and then it's like, Oh, let's just click on the map. Yeah. That's, I, that's something I never thought of. That's a, that's awesomely smart. Um, just because of the SEO rankings alone, just the love on love will, oh, yeah. <laughs> will work very, very well. And, you know, and, and I've seen it many times over. Like if you go out and do a search, have you ever been to Boston? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Have you ever done the freedom trail? Yes, I have. Yeah. I'm a history guy. You yeah. teach history. Love it. If you go and do a search for Boston Freedom Trail map, the very first page or the very first website that will come up is not the most glamorous looking website that you've ever seen in your life. We didn't build it. I don't know who built it. But the reason why it's number one and it's been number one for years and years is right there on the homepage of that website. They have a Google My Map on the Boston Freedom Trail. They will always be number one. As long as they have that map. It's uh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, you know, and again, if, if you don't believe that Google's number one, Google and YouTube are what one and three, two and three, something like that. Uh, one and three now, actually, yeah. So Google and YouTube, top top search engines, top search engines out there. So, and that's not Google saying that. That's Alexa, a third party site doing that stuff and saying that. So it's it's where you got to spend your attention and your time to understand how this works. Exactly. Um. So that's awesome. So getting back to the page itself. So we, we know our topics. Do the Google My Maps trick. And again, if you don't remember that, we kind of give you the cliff note version. Go back three, four episodes. We actually talked all about Google for 45 yeah. minutes. Yeah. We can we can kill you on this stuff. And if not, go to Michael Tridhart because he has an awesome little class he'll teach. And it's, it's a great little class. Um, yeah. But... <clears throat> What about the content in that page? Do I got to worry about the content or, you know, can I just have pictures now? Because, I mean, we're an Instagram, Facebook world. It's just pictures. If I'm doing this stuff on, do I have to have wording? Do I have to have the verbiage in there? I mean, I think the answer is yes, but what are you telling me? The answer is going to be yes, you know, and, and the, but it's not like the, it's not like your English thesis paper from, from high school senior year, right? That's the part that everybody is fearful of as a real estate agent. Like, I, I don't, I don't want to write. I don't have time. I don't know what to say. Can I just throw something in there? You can put about two or three paragraphs in there and, and it, it can be completely fine. Now, one uh, one website that I like, and I'm going to type this into the chat, and it's actually a download more than anything else. But if you go out to inkforall.com, I met the owner, one of the owners of this uh, last year. They're in Dallas. And it's a download that you would put onto your machine. And it's called inkforall.com and they have a free version. And I said, okay, so how do I explain this to everybody? What's the easiest way? Give me the elevator pitch. He says, it's Grammarly for bloggers. And I went, oh, okay. That makes sense. Oh, wow. Okay. What you do, Justin, let's say that you want to, you want a search term for an area where you're at. What would, what would be a search term you want to go for? A search term for like homes you're saying? Anything. Uh, Let's say restaurants in Sycamore. Okay. So you would type in restaurants in Sycamore within Inc. for All, and and that would be your title, right? And then as you start to write your blog, Inc. for All is like your SEO coach sitting on your shoulder saying, oh, no, 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 don't say that. Say this instead. And there's a little circle graph that little needles moving around and it's it's moving you from 55% to 70% of SEO effectiveness all the way up to 90. I mean, however high you want to go. And so if you just don't know how to say it, how to phrase it, the order, everything else, they coach you and they, and they walk you through how to create your blog post. And it's, it's pretty amazing. So for the DIYs out there, those that, that truly have a passion for writing original content, Ink for All is a, is a great tool to help you with that. Uh, that's awesome. I'm going to 
use that because <laughs> um, I'm not a writing fiend. I'm actually, this is why I do this. I'm much yep. more a talker than I'm a writer. So that's you know, not my thing. And video is a, is a major player in that as well too. So don't think, Oh my gosh, I have to write. It's, you know, it's video is, is a huge, like we just said, YouTube is second ranked search engine in the whole and, world. So, you know, I, I'm going to try something next. What I'm, I'm actually fascinated by what I'm fascinated by is taking like content like this, put it into my blog. Um, cause what I use is I use otter.ai and I will bring this in afterwards and I will transcribe it. Right. So it'll be in there. It'll be transcribed into that. Um, what I want to do is try writing a blog, putting that into play and see if it will correct it for me. So it's blog worthy. Um, yeah. That's really yeah, fascinating. That's, yeah. That, I'd like to hear the results from you uh, <laughs> on that as well too. Cause I think that's, that's a cool thing too, is you can start to have this combination of tools that you already have. They can implement with something like Ink for All just to make your life a little bit more effective and, and efficient as you're going through all of this. Because, again, when we talk tech and we talk real estate, that's the part where everybody kind of freaks out. They're like, I just don't have time. And if we go back to the one, three, five, yep. like I said, one of the three typically is going to be leveraged. And this is where you need to bring in some leverage, whether it's somebody specific on your team to handle all this. You contract out with my blogger, somebody on my team or somebody else that you know, your 12-year-old IT genius, whoever, right? Bring in bring in that leverage because everybody says, well, I want to grow my business, but they all try to do more work in the same amount of time that they have as an individual. They never like say, well, I want to move the needle for me from here to there. Okay, what are you going to do differently to do that? I don't know. I'm just going to keep kind of doing the same thing and hope that the magic happens. Sleep less. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that, that, that's not a long-term solution for sure, right? So find uh, find that leverage. Now, I want to emphasize this because I've interviewed a lot of folks now. Michael's the first one, but I've interviewed a lot of folks in here. And there's been a key term every time we've had someone come in. And he said it three times in this last little short bit, leverage. It does not mean hire somebody necessarily, although I do think that's where it should go. Personally, I think you should hire somebody for this. Um because when you start looking for free or you start looking for some of these automated things, they're, they're automated. They're not human. They're automated. So there's right. going to be weaknesses in that where if you can hire somebody that's a human, they'll be able to do it better for you. That's my personal opinion. But leverage in any way you can. So if it is using Ink for All, if it's using some, you know, like Otter IA so I can transcribe stuff, do what you got to do, but leverage yourself. Because as Michael has just said, we only have so many hours in a day. We only have so much of us. There is no cloning out there yet. We can't find two of us to do our job. Right. And the reality is I'm a big disc person, right? So I am a huge fan of the disc profile behavioral assessment. And the honest answer is if you take that assessment and if you want to take that assessment, reach out to me. But if you take that assessment, you know where your strengths and weaknesses are. And those aren't, those aren't, you can build your skills, but these are some things that are at the root. <laughs> I am never, going to be a data person. Don't make me sit in front of the computer and type data all day long. I'm not that guy. I just can't do it. Um, so hire those weaknesses out. Bring somebody else that is good at those things because you're going to thrive from doing that. Yeah. You know, I, mean, I think I think what we're talking about right here is probably going to lead us into our third conversation, at right. some point, which is, you know, you're, you're focusing on your 20% and not the 80% and the 135 and and just having the mentality of, of the one thing, you know, focus on one element at a time and and leveraging out the rest or discarding the rest. You know, it's it's do it now, do it later, ditch it or delegate it. 
right? Yeah. That's the mindset yeah. that you got to have. And if you really want to move that needle on your business, you're going to have to, you're going to have to have that type of focus and, yeah. and be open to saying, I, I just can't do that. That's yeah. not my wheelhouse. I don't want to do that. It's not part of my disc. I just know that's not me. Right. And I got to find somebody that can do it for me. Yeah. And that's helped me a ton the last year, year and a half. It's just realizing I know I can like, for instance, I could build a website. I have the technical skill set. It's not my wheels. I can't sit down. I can't sit long enough to get it done. Most agents can't, you know, and those that do try to put it together because they go, well, you know, I got a, uh, I got a background in building websites. I, I can do this. I've built a ton of websites. And then my question to them is, well, what's your job right now? Right. Oh, uh, well, I'm a real estate agent. Are you sure? Right. I mean, cause if you're telling me that you can do all of this and do all of that, then why are you doing real estate? You know, have that one, that singular focus. That's what yep. you need to have. So getting back on track, I'm good at taking us off track. Getting us back on track. You have the interior pages and we have now successfully understood how to bring people to that page, right? So we're, we're coming in, but that's only part of the battle, right? Bring them in is a great first step, but keeping them there is one step. And the second step is getting them to sign in, sign up, raise their hand. I don't know what you want to call it, but they need to sit there and say, Justin, I want you. I want to talk to you. I want what you're sharing with me. Um, how do we do that? Um, what does that look like? How do we do sure. that? And I think this is going to kind of lead us into the funnel conversation as well. But before we leave a website, keep this in mind, too. You want to have a very singular type of focus to each page. Because the problem with most websites, people go to a website and they land on the homepage and that's like a maze, you know, and they're, and they're like sitting here going, well, I'm going this way and I'm going around doing all this and I'm clicking on all these pages. And, uh, okay, I'm out of here. Right. I mean, because we live in ADD nation now yeah. because of our social media devices and everything else. Right. Nobody wants to spend the time trying to find the answer. Just show it to me. Yeah. And so that is a limitation of the website. If you send people to the homepage, so that's why the niche pages really come into play, but then have a very singular funnel type mindset on those pages and, or a separate funnel altogether about any topic that you want. So prime example of that one was the San Diego virtual home tour. That was a funnel page. Now funnels have been around for a long time. And so when we start using the terminology funnel or click funnels, which is a company clickfunnels.com that puts the pages together, everybody's like, what's a funnel? I don't know what that is. And, and I always tell people, I guarantee you that you've used a funnel. You just don't know. You didn't know you were using a funnel. Here, let's just kind of walk this little example. So Justin decides for Christmas that he's going to go out and buy. He, he found a tactical flashlight. That's pretty cool. It's magnetic. You can stick to a car. So he's going to buy that for uh, himself. Right. And then he goes and buys it and it's 1999. So it goes and swipes the card, buys the, the flashlight, and then it says, hey, congratulations on your purchase. Oh, before you go, if you buy three more, you get two free. And you're like, oh, well, I could give this to my brother and, and my dad and all these people in my family. This could be a good Christmas gift. Swipe, right? And then you buy uh, a, a total now of, what, six flashlights. And they say, oh, hey, congratulations on your purchase. Before you go, we've got this great new camo bag to hold all your flashlights in, right? For only $15. And you swipe that. Oh, before you go, if you bought two more, you get a third one free. So you went for like a $20 flashlight. You end up spending like $230 on, on stuff, right? And he's laughing because he... I, oh, I've done it. 
we've all done it, right? Maybe it's not flashlights, it's something else, but that's a, that's a funnel. Now in the real estate world, what are we going to be funneling? Well, you can create a funnel for uh, eBooks, buyer and seller guides. Now don't call, you know, don't call them listing presentations. Don't call them buyer presentations. Nobody wants that. But I have a, I have a group that we put a funnel together for out in Vegas and they called them the buyer presentation and the Las Vegas relocation packet, right? Oh, nice. Yeah. And and so do you want a buyer presentation? They actually called it the buyer guide, right? Do you want a buyer guide and a Las Vegas relocation packet or do you want my buyer's presentation? And most people are like, yeah, I don't want the presentation. I want the guide. Definitely want the relo for Vegas. And so people will go in and fill that form in and they get an ebook and the ebook is basically just a, a PDF of information that you put together that you can go in and, and share with them very, very quickly. So what you want to do when you are using a funnel is you want to have the best item of value that you can give to somebody and you give it to them for free. Now, everybody right now is like, what? I'm not going right. to give away my best item. You want, you want me to give away my best item of value for free? Are you insane? I, I'm going to charge for that. I'm going to hold that back. But in the funnel mindset, if you give away your best item of value, the human mind starts thinking, well, Justin is going to give this away for free. And what's behind the curtain? Right. Let me, let me sign up and let me, let me learn more. Right. And so you can go in and you can do this for, for guides uh, I've got real estate agents that have put together a coaching program. I've got one that we helped uh, Chris. I'm going to copy the link right here to put it together. And this is uh, actually, let me just type it in. This is called the Kuzumano method. Oh, I've seen that one. Yeah. yeah. And so Chris has a really good, good plan on uh, creating wealth, real estate wealth through Facebook messenger. And he's made over $300,000 annually every single year because of Facebook Messenger. 250000 of it is being made every year because he's, he says happy birthday to his people. But he does more than that. He has a whole plan. And so if you go to the KuzumanoMethod.com and you sign up for free, you're going to get that plan to generate $250,000. But once you sign up, there's also the opportunity to join his coaching program on a monthly basis of $47 a month, month to month, to learn how to make over 300000 So is 47 a month worth making over 300000 a year? I would say so, right? And he shows you step by step in video tutorial and written tutorial of what you need to do. And, and there's agents that have had some really good success from doing that. So that's that's the power of funnels. You can go out and you can start to put together as a real estate professional very hyper-focused, unique pages that are real estate related in terms of like buy and sell, but also coaching platforms and, and uh, community guides and, and relocation packets and, and everything else. It all becomes lead generation that you can then turn around and, and start to use. Well, and the nice thing about that is you always want to be intentional about where you're at and what you do, right. but it doesn't even have to be quote unquote directly real estate related, right? If you're a member of the community, going back to the Google stuff we talked about a couple of weeks ago and what you just talked about, Google My Maps, you could actually offer a, you know, the 10 best restaurant guides in the area or the 10 best things to do while you're visiting type of thing. You know, you can, there's so many ways of having giveaways in here that 
it's an endless opportunity for you to grow that business. And I was talking with Mike before we got started. I'll be honest with you. My personal opinion is what he just got done talking about is if you wanted to spend money website versus click funnels, which is just a version of this click funnels is a product that does it all for you. I mean, right. You got to put the information in, but it builds it, pre templates it out for you. I would almost right now encourage you to worry more about click funnels, less about the website because you're going to get more business quicker than the website's going to do it because the click funnels with you marketing and that and doing that and building the niche out, it's going to be there. Now I do think in all honesty, it's a tandem combination. It's both in play. Yeah. And I think the funnel, you know, the funnel is the mindset of we're going there for one specific purpose, Mm -hmm. right. Versus the website, which is kind of all encompassing. Uh, Jeff on my team, he's click click funnel certified. And what we do for anybody when it comes to funnel creation, because you, anybody could go to clickfunnels.com and, and do their own funnel and, and click funnel says, Hey, anybody can do it. Let's be really blunt about that. Not anybody can do it. It's not that easy. It's kind of robust when you, when you get in there. And so what Jeff is doing is he will go out and he'll create the blueprint based on the conversation that he's had with you and, and share it with you. Business. And so it's, it's like, Hey, we're going to build a house, but before we build the house, we got to create a blueprint, right? So we're going to create that blueprint. Now there's a fee to that. It's a nominal fee, but we're going to create that blueprint. And the reason why we're going to create it and the reason why we're going to charge you for it is we're then going to give it to you. And then you can take it and go build your own house. You can take it and have somebody build the house for you. Or if you want us to build the house for you, we'll do it. And then we'll just roll the cost, you know, and, and kind of lower the cost of the actual funnel creation in there. And, and we'll basically t- make that the foundational element of what we're going to do when we build the funnel. And so that just gives you structure. You're not winging it. And I think that has really come into play for a lot of business owners because when when they think I want to funnel, but I don't I don't know how to funnel it. I don't know what to say. That's where the, that's where the expertise of Jeff really comes into play for sure. Well, and I do think that's huge, right? Because you are you are starting to see more CRMs out there adding that in there because the demand is making it has to happen, right? ClickFunnels has been around for a while. Um, You know, Kajabi's been around, but, you know, tools like MailChimp, um, Click, uh, I'm trying, oh, shoot. Anyways, a lot of these small CRM companies and even some of the real estate CRM companies out there are starting to add them because they're going, everyone else has them. I got to add them. The problem is, they're not robust as ClickFunnel is. They're not that sophisticated. And just because I can put a picture in place and the and the words in place doesn't mean it's gonna it's gonna attract. It doesn't mean it's gonna work. It doesn't mean it's gonna sell. And I'll be honest with you, I know this because I do it all the time. Again, I hire people out these days, but I'm going. I know how to do this. It's simple paste. It's copy paste. Well, yeah. you know what? It's really not because <laughs> I put them out there and no one bites. I'm going and then I go help and people go well. No one's going to go with that. Just that's not intriguing you, and just because you create it doesn't mean people are going to show up, right? And that's right. the next step is is the marketing aspect of it. Right. And we help our clients with that. And it, there's one prime example, too. We built a home value page yep. that's a little bit different than everybody else that's out there. And everybody goes, home value page. Well, I got one of those. It's just, you know, you fill in the form and you, you send them the documents. Well, the one that we have, whenever somebody goes to our home value page, there's a video that's playing in the background of like a crackling fireplace, very comforting yeah. uh, deal and it, and it loads fast. That's another thing too. we got a really good designer to where the videos will show up in the pat in the background very quickly. 
And then if somebody goes and it's very streamlined, like what's the city or the address that you're looking for? And if you start to, let's say you are in uh, Illinois and you're moving to Texas, if you start typing in one, two, three, four, five, six, whatever it is, and you start putting in uh, Frisco, Texas or something like that, all the addresses in Frisco start to appear, even though you're in Illinois. And you then say, well, that's, you know, that's the house I saw online. I think that's the one we're looking at. Click. You can do that. Or what you can do is, you know, if it's, what's my homework? What most people end up doing is they end up typing in their own property. So you're in Illinois. The program will start to auto-populate your address. And then it goes to the next page. And there's a map and there's a little bit of detail about the home. But here's what makes ours a little bit different. It's a two-stage lead capture. So let's say Justin goes out and says, I'm going to look for a home in Illinois to find out what the home is worth. And he ends up typing in his address. When he goes to that next page, he has not given us any data at this point. But the system has recognized that somebody at that address has looked for their home value. So the estate agent gets the lead. Somebody's kicking the tires on 123 Main Street in Illinois. Right. Right. And then we had somebody, one of our clients in Palo Alto, California, early last year. He got one of those notifications. Hey, somebody's kicking the tire on this address. So he goes and does a reverse lookup, finds out that that property could sell for four point five million. It's Palo Alto, California. Right. Right. Uh, Decides, you know what? I'm going to go do a cold door knock. I'm going to put together some uh, seller packet. Goes and door knocks. Husband answers the door. He has no idea what's going on, which, hey, I'm going to testify, par for the course. Husbands are like, what, what are we doing? Right. And uh, the wife happens to walk by and she's like, oh, yeah, that was me. Come on in. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Let's talk. Long story short, he got a $4.5 million listing 10 days after getting the home value page because he followed up on that first initial lead, which doesn't give you name, doesn't give you that it was Justin or whoever it was, but it gives you the address and you have to do a little bit of reverse lookup, but you can easily find that type of information. And that's the power of that home value page. Now, if if Justin, the home seller goes to the second page and fills in the form, then you're getting Justin's name. You're getting his contact info. And we've got users that are getting those leads all the time. But that two stage lead capture has really, really worked wonders for our people. And that is a funnel. You know, that's an interior landing page. That's whatever you want it to be. It can be marketed separately than your site. Yeah, the the common the common term you hear in the internet marketing world is what you're talking about there is the customer journey, right? I want one thing, but I you know, I'm walking through a store, so I, I want this, but oh when I buy this, I need this. When I buy this, I need this, right? And so yeah. it's the customer's journey that you're trying to Im- imitate. And that's what I what I disappoints me about current what's your home price value page, because it's just tell me your home. Yeah. Well, that's fine. People are curious. Don't get me wrong. People are curious, but that worked seven, eight years ago. Doesn't work anymore. It doesn't work anymore, right? So now you have to hit where they where they hurt at, right? You got to hit that point. They got, you know, I you know, every area is going to be different, but like for me, the area is going to be in here. Can I sell my home? <laughs> right. Right. I don't know if I can right now. Right. Um, so that's those are going to be the questions you talked about earlier. How can you know? Can I even can I have people in the house? Right. These are the conversations. These are the questions that come into play these days. And you get again going back to what we talked about at the very very beginning. You got to think about your consumer first before you build these pages. But once you do and you make a more sophisticated landing page, 
what my home value is still is going to work. It's just not quite as simple as what you see going on today. It's very nuanced, right, as compared to what it used to be. And, and like I said, that two-stage lead capture, uh, the fact that somebody can the, – the fact that I as an agent could get a lead capture just by somebody going in and typing their address and nothing else, uh, I'm going to take that all day long. Right. Yeah. Well, and to me, that's huge. So um, – couple more things. We're get, one thing we're going to do is just talk about what you do after you get the lead, because we'll do that. We just do s- snippets because we're already at that time. Um, but two, then the last thing I want to do, because Ron actually came in, I think he's left already, but I, and I think it's a good thing to do is let's just recap because we talked about a lot of things. Recap, probably like, let's say the five things we should be doing right now, worrying about website lead generation. Um, and that's kind of how we'll finish. So we get the lead now. How fast do I got to re- let's just talk about two things. How fast do I got to respond and what should I respond with? Speed kills. That's what I always tell everybody. Yeah. Um, I'm a former football coach. Yeah. I want the guy who's six foot five and, and 315 pounds and a beast, but I'd rather take the guy that can run circles around him any day, you know, any day of the week because speed kills not only on the football field, um, any athletic field, but same thing when it comes to following up on your leads and because the, they're not just clicking on your funnel your site they're kind of clicking around and if you're able to capture them while they're still on your site and follow up i think that's amazing one of the things that i do i have uh, shortcuts and everybody has shortcuts on your iphone and shortcuts on your droid devices and so what i've done is i've created shortcuts for all the different phrasing that i want to use and i put that on my phone and I don't, I don't have like notes and drafts saved i know some people do that this is even faster than that and so what I can do is I can have a certain phrase that I follow up on uh, with the shortcuts. I just type in like three or four characters in a whole paragraph or whatever I want it to say it goes out. It's going to say the same thing every time. It's going to be uh, the proper you know, spelling and grammar and, and the such. And I've had people, I do that from a recruiting point of view. And I've had people go, wow, yeah, that was fast. Yeah, I'm definitely interested. I mean, it's, it's, it's that simple. So speed is a, is a major part of it. And then, you know, generically, what you say is going to be simple. I'll see if you agree or not, but it's always going to be pertinent to whatever you're marketing, right? You know, if I'm marketing homes for sale, I'm going to sit there and, and ask some questions or, or in, and respond to them specifically about asking about their home, their needs, their wants, their concerns, blah, 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 blah. Um, but so the what is always harder than the speed? Because I, again, you know, sometimes I just wonder, I know it's not true. I'm being over-exaggerating in this situation, but I think you could say hi right back to him. And as long as you said it within 30 seconds, they're going to love you. <laughs> wow. Someone's here. Someone's real. Yeah. Um, but do you have any tips? I mean, you know, you say you got copy marks or copied things out here, but do you, do you have like key questions or key trigger points that you go after every time you have this, when you have that first reach out? You know, I think it's one of those things, uh, again, a, a great example of this is, is all those different bots yep. that are out there. And kind of uh, take your realtor hat off, put the consumer hat on and say, if I if somebody was asking me questions, what are some of the questions I would want them to ask me, right? And, and you're just trying to create that engagement. And there's a lot of bots that are already out there that, you know, we, we build one and there's others that build them that kind of take them through the conversation and they feel like they're talking to somebody uh, who's, you know, actually listening to them, even though it's a bot and you're, you're going to get all the records of it. But the, a lot of times people are going to trend toward those versus filling in the forms. And so that's another, another thing to do is kind of just do your research and find out uh, some of the different bot opportunities that are out there and, and then test it as a consumer and, and kind of get a feel for it. 
And that's going to help you to create your, your follow-up systems as well. I love that tip. Uh, I think it's always best. I think the best thing to do is go pretend to be a consumer. Don't don't go be on Thorner or go play on some other realtor's website and torment the poor person. No. But there's other ways you can go do it and do it and, and test this out. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so you tell me in, in, in the simplest way you can, re, let's revisit what you talk. And at the end, again, um, always go check out michaeltradart.com because he not only teaches you how to do this, but he offers it for those people that just know we don't have the time to get it done. Right. Um, but let's talk about real quick. Just let's recap because we went through a lot in this time. Let's say the five top things we should be doing from thinking about from an internet. I want leads consistently basis. I would say one, three, five. One, three, five. Place, right. And, and spend the time on that. And that's a, that's a big one. Right. So, I mean, that's, you know, create the plan. Step one, step two, start to implement the plan. Right. And then what you're going to discover within that plan is, hey, I need to, you know, lead generation is going to be a big part of that. So what I need to need to do is, is really narrow my focus. So that's probably going to be step three is to narrow that focus and determine what am I really going to be focusing on? Step four is now that I've got my focus, what am I, how am I going to implement that? Is that going to be a landing page? Is that going to be a funnel? How am I going to structure that? Right. And then the fifth step is now that I've got all that in play, let's get into the marketing aspect. Right. Just because I got a nice shiny new car, nobody's going to see it unless I start driving it around. Well, same thing with your page. Nobody's going to see it unless you start putting it out there and marketing and promoting it. So I think if you win in that progression, I think that's going to be a huge win for, for any of you. Yeah. And I, and I would agree undoubtedly with that. Right. The, the fifth step is don't, a lot of us are doing this in reverse order. We're putting quite literally the, the cart before the horse and we're trying to market and we have nothing to offer them. So it's great. They're seeing you. Don't be yeah. wrong. That's not a bad thing, but, but why, why am I inclined to work with you? Cause <laughs> you're just a normal real estate agent, like everybody else, right? Like <laughs> what's the, what's the magic? What's the hook? Now, if you're my cousin, yeah, I'm probably going to have to work with you. You know I mean? It's one of those things, but you want to try to, you want to try to be a, a point of difference to the consumer. And I think if you follow those steps, yeah, I, I completely agree. 100% agree. Um, and um, so that's perfect. Now, with that being said, if you have something else you want to add, add it. This would be the time. Otherwise, what I'm going to do is this is your time. You did this before. You know the routine. This is your spotlight time. So tell right. people how to find you, what to do, and how they can reach out to you. Yeah, I mean, very simply, if you guys go out to michaeltreadhart.com, we've got everything there. And what I mean by everything is you can go out to michaeltreadhart.com, see the list of classes that I'm teaching, see the events that I have. So you can join virtually for almost all of those events. So if you wanted to learn how to do it yourself, I will show you how to do that. I've also got a website and ClickFunnel design team and social media team. So if you need help on websites and funnels or setting up your Google My Business page or creating a Google My Map or blogging, we pretty much can do that as well, too. So I'm going to show you how to do it. But then if there's others that go, now that I know how to do it, I don't want to do it. I want you guys to do it. Then we can do that for you as well. We've been doing that for years and years, and we've got tremendous amounts of success stories that we can share with you and examples of, of people really excelling in their business with the tools that we've created for them. Well, and just as a side plug for Michael on this, I've been around him for a long time now, not the 20 years, but I've been around him a long time. And he's done this on multiple platforms, right? Every time the platform changes, him and his company has learned it, learned how to get the most out of it and has gotten results for people every time. I've seen it happen every time. 
Yeah. Um, and that's not me. I mean, I know him. I consider him a friend, but that's not because of that. That's just because it's the honest answer. And that's what he does. Well, I appreciate that. And, you know, one of the things we learned in having to switch from all these different platforms, because we were using broker owned platforms. I finally went to the team and said, OK, stop it. I'm, I'm tired of switching from platforms. I'm tired of having to rebuild websites for agents multiple times. So we build now on WordPress.org. Yep. But we always tell our clients, this is your platform. We're not going to hold you hostage. We're not going to make you change platforms. This is going to be the last website that you ever have to, to purchase because we'll keep it up to date from a security and a hosting point of view. And then that way, you know, it's always going to be current and, and relevant. And then all you've got to really do is go in and focus on the marketing aspect of the site. So we've streamlined that. It's not like it's a website that you have to completely trash and rebuild in five years. No, not at all. It's your platform. You have the keys to it. And and that's so tremendously smart, right? I mean, I love what franchises and brokerages do. I think the value add is, is genuine and it's awesome, right? Yep. They're giving you the websites and the best way to do it is to curl it from the from the broker side. And, and again, trust me, the value's there. It's, it's genuine. They're not doing it for unthwarted reasons. But the consequence is huge for you as an individual agent. Absolutely. Once you decide to make a change of any type, um, you know, you have lost control or you have to restart over or you have to do something that is kind of you, you can't afford to do that as a business owner it's tough. Right. it takes too much time right i mean do i really want to create a website every two years because the technology has changed that way and i got to do it no i'd rather have something in here that modifies upgrades and updates in a cohesive manner that's right and that's what we do so perfect. I appreciate it, Michael. I really appreciate your time. I love chatting with you. I'm hoping that we didn't just kill him. <laughs> we, didn't, but, we didn't geek out on too bad, I don't think. No, I don't think. I think we did pretty good. And that's always my risk. I, I get nerdy on this. So I appreciate your time. Thanks uh, a bunch, cool. Michael. Good. And we'll let these guys go. All right. Thanks. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode. I really do appreciate your time and energy on this. If you could all just do me a quick favor, um, work the search algorithm lords out there. Share this with your friends, people you think would enjoy this. Like it on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all those platforms. Like it on your podcasting platform, which one everyone is. Help me grow this so we can give you more value every day. Thanks so much for being here, and we'll see you at the next episode.